Hello and welcome to another week of the Pillar Babble podcast where we've been cancelled for a second time. We've had many technical difficulties in the other studio, something's updating. So we're back here in different studio than usual and we're actually live streaming this on Instagram and Facebook I suppose which is rather fun so yes this week it's all about should cancel culture be cancelled I'm Archibald Ellis and as usual I'm joined by my wonderful co-host Oliver Sykes hello Archie Yes, so we're back for another week, the fourth in this instalment of Season 5, where we're discussing should cancel culture be cancelled? It's obviously a very pertinent question, and all around society we're seeing many, many people being cancelled for their views. Not just online now, we're also seeing it attack their places of work or where, where they live. So what is exactly is cancel culture, Oliver? Well, cancel culture refers to the popular practice of withdrawing support for public figures and companies after they've done or said something considered questionable or offensive. Cancel culture is generally discussed as being performed on social media in the form of group shaming. So that is that is our sort of uh, summary of, of, of what cancel culture is i mean it's quite it's quite a dangerous thing really at least in my view because it's kind of it stifles that idea of freedom of speech uh, and the ability to kind of question different things because i know for myself there's certain stuff where i now think should i be posting could, could i can i post that on twitter it's not an offensive view 50 years ago it'd be considered the norm but obviously now it's at risk because if I post that on Twitter, well, 10, 15 years down the line, it might not affect me now, I'm not like cancelled now, but societal norms shift and then suddenly, oh, we can't hire you for this job, oh, we've got to fire you, we've got to let you go because you posted this tweet when you were 17 on Twitter and it's just so offensive to say that gender is the same thing as sex and so something like that is quite, it's quite shocking to see. It's not necessarily what's wrong, it's just what offends other people is, is, the, is the main um issue behind it and yeah i mean we've seen lots of comedians and uh, sports but mainly celebrities over the past few years um been reminded of things that they've they've said or done in their past um which you know has been questionable um and i suppose questionable by others some people wouldn't even turn a blind eye at some of the things that have been said by by them um it's it's definitely something that is very current and very out there and like you've said Archie people have to be uh you know like you said you've been cautious and sometimes I'm cautious um about what I might say on on social media um because I not only will I get sort of judged for that or there'll be remarks made against me um and like you say cancelled in a, in a way um but I suppose we do have social media as a tool and, and now it's down to sort of the platforms as well who can, um, they can they can cancel things that they don't want to see on their platforms. You know, it's not necessarily down to other users. It's actually the, the platforms as well. If they don't like a topic that you're talking about um, that other people are finding offensive or, the, or the, the users themselves, they can cancel that entirely. Well, even if you look at it... Uh... The example of, of, of cancel culture on social media, that again, companies aren't necessarily applying what they think 
across the board. It's not exactly fair in certain ways. But the UK is introducing a new uh, is it online online uh, harms bill, which is actually going to make social media responsible for stuff they actually put on social media, stuff other people put on their platforms. And it's moving away the uh, idea of a social media platform like Twitter, like Facebook, from being a platform rather to a publisher. And they're held responsible, so they'll be more likely to go and cancel these sorts of people. And even if we look back 30, 40 years ago, before I was born, uh, we look at kind of the socialist movements. They were all relying on, we have freedom of speech, we can question the uh, we, can, we can question the executive, we can question the establishment, and we have that right to go and question there. And they viewed it as really, really important, and they criticised the establishment, some of them who cracked down on what they were saying. And now they've come to the o- total opposite end of the par- uh, kind of... Oh, there's a par- there's a term for it beginning with P. Parapet. Uh, they've, 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 they've basically made a U-turn. They've, they've shifted in the mirror. They've been reflected, and now they're the ones cancelling. But the establishment wasn't originally cancelling. Cancelling. It was just more. We just don't talk about that. It wasn't saying you can't talk about that, or we'll jail you, or make you lose your job because you've said that. That's now happening in society. We saw the example. I think of. Professor Catherine Stock, mm. uh, she was uh, almost forced out of the University of Sussex. She held views on gender and sex and all of that, um, which is protected under UK equality law now. Uh, but she was forced out by students saying, uh, like, stock out, stock out. And she's, she's basically been bombarded and harassed and was forced out. But the University of Sussex was again saying, no, she has academic freedom and she's perfectly entitled to say what she wants to say. It's a philosophical belief. So we're seeing these this more and more attack into our society, and even especially prevalent among youth. I'm not sure what you've seen among your peers, Oliver, but I know it is. Qu- it looks like quite a worrying situation. Yeah, I suppose so. It's it's not something that I've personally sort of seen with that around my sort of circle of of, of friends. Um, but but no, that there are talks of it, and well, basically just not bothering to speak to people. Um, yeah. It's it's very interesting. Um, we've sort of seen Piers Morgan over um, Good Morning Britain. He's uh, as his sort of um, presenting role there. He's talked a lot about cancel culture and and his views on it, which he's very much against it and thinks you know freedom of speech is key to a healthy democracy. And I fundamentally believe in in those comments that he's made. I think it's key. And people that that wish uh, for cancel culture to reign on seriously need to 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 reassess themselves. We've got had some very fascinating uh, comments from the desk of our listeners. We'll come on to that and, later. Uh, we, yeah. We'll definitely come on to that later because you know this is all about what this podcast is about. Is it's about the youth and in politics, but, but, and we but, want to incorporate you all. Let's play devil's advocate there. Do, do you then support Piers Morgan? I support Piers Morgan on a number of issues, not not um, not for all of them. He's obviously had many, many, many awful things. Apparently, it's just plain devil's advocate here. I'm, I'm disagreeing yes, with myself. Yes, of course, but, you're you're, um, you're entitled to do that on this show. But but but, but 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 devil's advocate, he's obviously said a lot of things which could be considered hurtful. Uh, so should he then be held responsible because he is broadcasting to hundreds of thousands? He was at least broadcasting at least to hundreds of thousands of people a day. Well. Does he not bear some head of responsibility? You know that 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 is true. At some points, he does need to be held responsible for for, for things he says. But um, that that is sometimes sort of deviating away from 
from from his sort of views on on the cancel culture but i see what you're coming from he should yeah in some ways he should be held accountable and that is why they do have for example the likes of ofcom to see whether people you know have um broken the regulations that are that are in place yes, at, yes. that i assume i'm going down the right the, right the, board, the broadcasting code yes. yes but i think uh, you see i i i i disagree that he should be held responsible for his says i'm on total opposite end I you don't think no, he no, should no, be held responsible no, no. in any way or form unless he is inciting directly violence or he's saying that person should be murdered that person should be injured that person should be hurt always cancelling someone i don't think that needs held responsible because he should have the freedom to say what he wants to say for the for the he's, most he's, he's, yeah he's a pundit yeah for the for, for the most part of that yes um and, and i suppose that's what's special about when he was on good morning britain was the fact that he could say i don't like that person because they've what they've done but it, it it's not a very um how can i put it he was not very in the middle of things he, he didn't sit on the fence with you know Piers Morgan. He he definitely uh, gave some form of of, a, of opinion um, about everything instead of sort of sitting on the fence. And he was very critical of some people. For example, Meghan Markle, uh, when herself and and Prince Harry moved uh, away to um, where are they now, Los Angeles or whatever, and and that's what caused him to end off storming on the show. And they had, I'm pretty sure it was one of the weather presenters hmm. um, question him, and he didn't want to be questioned. Um, and he but walked see, off. That, that's another key point I think is clear to make is, yes, cancer culture is obviously awful in itself, but yes, we we look at the fact that maybe someone says something maybe a bit offensive to someone, maybe a bit incorrect. We shouldn't necessarily cancel them for it. I say instead of cancelling them for it, I think we should challenge them if you disagree with them. If someone says, well, let's say the Holocaust was fake, which is obviously ridiculous, you can go and say, no, I, I disagree with you, and here's why, rather than saying that person thinks that certain way and you must get rid of them. Otherwise, it's almost saying, well... You're entitled to your freedom of speech if you agree with me. But if you disagree with me, then no, you're not allowed. It's like me saying, Oliver, oh, no, last week you couldn't possibly disagree that all prisoners should be allowed to vote. You, you couldn't possibly say all prisoners should be allowed to vote. I'm cancelling you off the show. That, that would then be kind of derogation of our freedom. Obviously, yes, I could do that, but it wouldn't necessarily be right. Well, this is one of the, one of the many problems that we're facing. And, and it is, you know... Uh, like you say, if we don't have these balanced views, if we don't have opinions that are varied, and if we have, like you say, cancel culture, which allows people to, you know, not let people express their views and cancel them, we're not going to be having a very healthy democracy, and it's not going to be kept, you know, running in in the same shape or form at all. Uh, it was interesting that it sort of cancel culture has really sparked it's sort of been building up for time but it really sparked um last year and it, it flared up in the, the the discussion of cancel culture in the mainstream media after the publication of a letter criticizing cancel culture in harper's magazine and the president president trump then went on to compare canceled culture to um, totalitarianism uh, which is very interesting um, well, I mean, I, I sort of agree there. It is, it is almost totalitarianism. It's saying you can say what you want to say if you agree with me, but if not, no. 
Um, and I think, arguably, yes, there is some. There's only one thing I say that accept, is acceptable to cancel in cancel culture. It's cancelling cancel culture itself. I think that's a fair point to make. And it's almost it's it, it's like saying yes, a nuclear bomb can bomb one thing. It can bomb itself in outer space and get rid of itself. That's almost saying we want to get rid of cancel culture in its entirety because it does remove that ability to go and say to someone. Hey, I disagree with you. Here's my view. And if your view doesn't agree, you're not there to be shot down. It's uh, if we look at, I think it was, I can't, I've forgotten her name now, which is very helpful. But she's a what what they class as a trans exclusionary feminist or a turf or radical feminist or something. A trans exclusionary radical feminist, uh, which I think she disagrees with. But basically, she uh, is a is a woman in a employment tri uh, tribunal. Um. And she got fired from her job for saying that gender is the same as sex. And that was quite ridiculous. She managed to get fired for that, even though literally she was just giving her own philosophical beliefs. So she instead she chose, uh, some people don't have resources, but she chose to pursue it to the Supreme Court. And she won her case. She won her argument. Uh, and it's now protected as a philosophical belief under the Equality Act, which I think is very key. It protects that freedom of speech, but we should not have to go to that level for having an opinion. We should not have to go to the Supreme Court to say I have the right to have an opinion and that could not be challenged, I cannot be fired for having an opinion. I think that's entirely fair. Well, I was going to uh, put in a few examples. Oh, that, of... that, that was um, Maya Forstater or something. I can't pronounce her mm -hmm. name, but yeah. I'm okay to put in a few examples of most recent mm, uh, cancel course. culture happenings. Well, um Obviously, J.K. Rowling, she's no stranger to controversy, and uh, she's been cancelled multiple times over the years, um, but recently, specifically for her negative comments about people identifying as transgender. Earlier this year, a Harry Potter-themed segment at a book fan festival was cancelled due to Rowling's insensitive remarks oh, online. Ridiculous. The latest in her cancel culture um, controversy. Um, we've also seen uh, the Dr. Zeus books as well. Um, they, they've they been, uh, or the, the author of, of them, mm. will no longer be published due to, um, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure, this was on March, earlier on March. I oh, think. yes. Um, he held due some views to, that were unsavoury to a, modern yes, society. How dare he apparent, 50 years uh, ago? Racist undertones. Um, but it's quite ridiculous because some people like like uh, Dr. Zeus, for example, they did come from a different era. They were from a different era where saying that stuff was perfectly within the norm. And we can't be now saying, well, no, we disagree. That doesn't fit to modern standards. So we must judge historical events by modern standards. We saw this with um, the ridicu ridicularity of the Black Lives Matter protests. Um, in April last year, where they can't, they were they were graffitiing Churchill's statue, for example, mm. saying he's racist. Well, actually, no, he did a lot. He he actually was just he made a few quips and remarks that yes, now at this moment in time wouldn't be deemed acceptable. But and he probably wouldn't have done, and he probably wouldn't do now, would he? Exactly. Um, but 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 what's interesting? I saw a comment online, and it was about the fact um, that many people. Um, particularly when they were younger, uh, may have said something or, or done something that was, you know, not, not uh, probably deemed very acceptable. Um, but it could have been influenced by potentially, you know, um, other family members and, and religious views shared by them, which has been sort of forced upon them and uh, their sort of ideologies, which has sort of affected them. And, and they probably don't believe in those views to now. But for some people... You know, they they realised they made a mistake, and um, 
and they probably you know wish they hadn't have done but you know these these types of things happen um but it is really interesting um definitely well there was a interesting article from uh the it's a, it's a for the Mass- University of Massachusetts in America uh they have a student run newspaper and it was it's kind of saying that academic freedom you can't, you can't use cancer culture to talk about academic freedom we I mean to stop referring to conversations about academic freedom of controversies of cancer culture but it i the 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 article itself is a bit convoluted as such uh, but they say that cancer, they, it shouldn't be used because academic talk about academic freedom being cancelled over academic stuff isn't kind of as bad as cancer culture, um, which, which is interesting. Uh, but again, I think it, we, we, it still makes the uh, same point that academic freedom must be defended, but cancer culture isn't the serious term fit for those discussions. But I think I've not seen many... I'm, I'm yet to actually find anyone who's willing to, for example, to come on and say cancer culture is good, yet... The what's very people who say who won't actually go and speak about that publicly. The mm. same ones who go and cancel someone. It's almost like they're afraid of saying they are part of cancel culture and they support cancel culture, <laughs> but at the same time we're going to perpetuate cancel culture. It's very very ironic. Yeah, at the end of the at the end of the day, um, that's sort of the underlying issue, isn't it? They're they're not wanting to speak out about it, but then they yet they want to cancel someone. Totally defeats its purpose. I mean, many people have said that you know. Um, cancel culture is where people have you know really got uh, freedom of speech out completely wrong you know um and and people have said oh but it's been happening for, for a long period of time um it's one of those things isn't it well yes i suppose there's, there's many things which uh i could probably be cancelled on and i do avoid saying on twitter quite as i said before i, I avoid saying certain stuff on twitter because it is almost certain that at some point, someone will try to cancel me. That's uh, it's, it's almost it's, it's scary. It's now become that in society that we do risk being cancelled if we have certain opinions. Yeah. On top of this, we've seen the likes of um, was it James James Charles? We've had. He's been he's a notable person that's been cancelled. And then we've also had. No, um, oh, I, I, I just like celebrity. Celebrity cancel culture is a bit more uh, hyperbolic. I say. yes. Um, but yeah, it's not based on but anything. Now, it's still awful, but yeah, not based on the same. But things. but uh, another interesting one was. Do you remember, um, Mister Mister Potato Head? Oh yes. And, and, oh, they can't and, yes. Mr. Do you remember Mr. that? Potato Head and, and, yeah. And, uh, apparent, apparently, that's. Uh, is it sexist or trans exclusionary or whatever term they want to deem it now? Yeah, we're not allowed. You're not allowed to have a Mister and Mrs. Potato Head. It's just Potato Head. It is it's quite sad to see that happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because it's like we're not. It's having a Mister and Mrs. Potato Head is not exclusionary. It's just saying these are our characters. It's historic. They've existed like this for 50, 60 years. We're going to keep it that way. It's not saying, oh, well, no, we hate trans people. Oh, no, we hate non-binary people. It's just saying that's our that's our brand. We have this. It's not... We, we can't suddenly start... We, everything is now either wants to be buzzworded in as either affecting mental health or being... Uh, tr- being transphobic or being homophobic or being racist is based that's basically everything now someone disagrees with all they need to do is term you racist and suddenly you're cancelled that's mm-hmm. they just define something which isn't even related to racism um or viewed as racist it wasn't even used in that language you saw i was reading an interesting article again lots of articles on this oh, I, was yes. reading, I was reading a fascinating article an interview with a Leo. Yeah, uh, 
a Harvard law student or a Yale law All right, student. Yes. So one of the top law, law schools in the US. And they were part of a Native American society, a law society, and they were inviting them, inviting members, and they're doing a joint, commun- a, a, a joint event with a different law society. And they used a term to describe a gathering, and it was generally the first term which pops up on a on Urban Dictionary isn't at all racist. And someone had decided to kick up a big fuss because the term was used was used by someone at some point to use used in a racist way, and they were deemed as using it and uh, purporting racism. So then they're called into like the uh, the dean of the departments in. They're called they the HR people and everyone, and they're told, "Oh, you must apologise for this because otherwise it could get out of hand." And basically, it was uh, we want you to create a fake ap- apology because it may become a PR disaster, and that, and that, that that's quite quite shocking to see and they refused to apologize they said it's not a real apology i'm not going to put a fake apology for something real when it wasn't intended to be racist and it wasn't racist and that's the sort of world we're facing in now we always have to think five fifty times before we speak to avoid being called racist which Mm -hmm. is rather rather silly well it's also been said um very interesting um sort of statement i've just looked at here and it's um regarding negative effects of cancel culture and it says you know cancel culture doesn't just affect the canceler and the cancelled um it wrecks havoc on onlookers uh, mental health um after seeing so many people cancelled some bystanders get plagued with fear and they may become overwhelmed with that anxiety that people will turn on them um and that that's quite worrying that 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 is the case you know that we people can are wary about what they say yeah, um, it, it, it's frightening. Um, I, I, I almost, it's now accepted that I know one day someone will try to cancel me. It's almost accepted because I hold controversial views. Or what is now viewed as controversial views that really are just a view that mainly lots of other, other people have. And it's, it's getting, it is scary, I'd say. Do, do you feel you're at risk of being cancelled? Well, I do f- feel as though... You could be cancelled, maybe. Yes, if I said something... I don't know, out of maybe potentially out of context, you know, if the, if someone heard something or something with no context and, you know, that that could potentially lead to to something happening. Um, but I, I don't worry about it um, because mainly I don't feel my views are too extreme uh, to, to be cancelled. So I see I've got to cancel Oliver now. Um, His views aren't extreme and we don't like non-extreme views you know, on the podcast. For, for the most part, sometimes they are. Um, but I, I don't... So Oliver's now got extreme views and we don't like extreme views on the podcast. We've got to remove him at the same time as well. That's his yeah. cancel culture in a nutshell. You can never get it right. You're always yeah. going to do something to upset someone and you're always going to be at that risk. But I do think it does pose a wonderful time to move on to... Uh, this, uh, which is the desk of our listeners, indeed, indeed. Ah, alas, uh, And I yes. think it is because we're live streaming that it is my phone, which I can now read out this week. I think it so, is, Archie. We hear, we hear from Not Han Horworth. I think they followed me. Sam Howarth. Sam Howarth. Howarth. He, he did follow you, and I think it didn't went, go through, and he did apologise to me. Um, but anywho, that's another conversation. But yes, Sam Howarth, I think he's a regular listener of the podcast. Yes. Uh, a Welcome former, former um, peer of mine at Castleton High School. 
He says cancel culture promotes toxic behavior. Simple as that. I entirely agree with you, Sam. Yes, there. Sam. It's very correct. If it you're is, watching... it is to- it's a toxic behavior, as, as, as is the uh, I, I layman term. I won't use plebeian. I'll use layman to avoid offending people. Although a layman now is properly, oh, I'm not a man. I can't be a layman or something. But anyway, so they use a layman term. It's toxic, kind of. We describe it can be described as a snake. There we are. Anyone who cancels someone's a snake as they... I think there's the... Uh, d- down with the youths term nowadays. Uh, yes. Oh, well, yes, sir. So, uh, I entirely agree there. And the other, another Sam, Sam Rowe, says... Cancel culture, in inverted commas, has existed for almost all society. It's core aspect... Recorded history. It's core aspect of basic society. Yes, but I think you're missing the entire argument here. Just because something is a... As Sam has argued on many, many different points, just because something has always been done does not mean it should be continued to be done. And he's again put the same flaw which he criticises in other arguments, like just because, yes, just because we're out of society, we've oppressed women doesn't mean we should do it now. Or just because Churchill was great then doesn't mean he's great now. And used those arguments in many different cases. He's now said that because it's been through all recorded history, we should just accept it as a basic socialist society, which I think is heavily flawed. Just because something has happened doesn't mean it should continue to happen if it's not good. Mm. Well. I think it's missed the point entirely. Potentially, yes. So how many have we got on a percentage-wise? Where are you, our listeners, feeling on on our on, on, on this poll of, well, well, of the, should the, cancel culture be cancelled? The polls are 80 to, 81 to 19, which is quite a divisive poll. It's not quite... 81 to... 19. 19, I th- thought you said 19. 81 to yes, it should be cancelled. Uh, and I can now name and shame those who voted no. I'm joking now. I'm not going to cancel you. Uh, uh, but, but, but that is our viewership. But, 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 but the usual expected people say said no I, I wonder why i wonder why uh but yes it it, it 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 is rather a worrying point to see people still supporting cancer culture i'd say yes well you know well maybe sam you can come on and we can debate the length of why cancer culture is good that'd make a good episode sam I'd we'd say. love to have you on yes. it, it'd be great to hear from you it's especially that you are you know in for support the, for in support of cancer culture and again if you are in support of cancer culture and you're not sam Rowe, it'd be lovely to hear from you we're happy and, to have a discussion uh, and, at you, length. and or you have another topic uh, because we are more than happy to, to discuss or hear from you on, on your views on something. That's what we're all about here at Politibabble. And we're all about incorporating the listenership in... in Indeed. In, oh, in, with you're giving the appeasement here, Oliver. Very good to see. Very good, very good. No worries. But yes, um, we tend to put out a little poll um, just before we, we um, stream our podcast to see what your thoughts are and we can speak about it uh, whilst we are... Um, and it's very it's, it's nice to see your views and it's nice to see that we are as a listenership against cancel culture is very important and nice to see but anyway <laughs> we, do, we do we do now move on to our uh, lovely lovely part of the week which is our current affairs uh so yes oliver what are the headlines for this week well, there has been a petition for recognition of non-binary and it's to seek that Tim Wald considers all genders in the Equality Act. As well as this, we have um, a first low-noise fireworks display taking place in Port Erin. Along with that, we have um, Comin opting for a Covid review instead of an inquiry. And Castle Russian High School does have issues, admits Education Minister, as plans are yet to be progressed on the new school. On top of this, we also have 
um, three further deaths of COVID-19 confirmed. That brings 60 fatalities from the virus since the start of the pandemic. That is the Isle of Man News. Thank you. Well, yes, that's the Isle of Man News. So on that first item, Oliver, what do you think? Well, I believe it's an interesting um, item indeed. Um, yes, it's something um, that's... I mean, so so we're looking at they want to recognise people... Uh, well, so, it's to put non-binary people as a protected class in the Equalities Act, from what I understand. Okay. Um, well, I, I wouldn't say I'm um, not in support of that. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't think I'm, I'm not in support of that. I believe if, if someone was, um, but, but what does that mean when, when you are applying for, to say for something, you want the Alamein government to recognize that you're non-binary or is it, um, let, 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 let me get up the language. It's quite an interesting language because I, I don't, I don't really understand whether it's, you want people around you to is it for people around you to be recognised or for the government? So in your systems, you know, um, I assume it's that it, it, the Ireland it, government recognises non-binary people. Um, uh, so it apparently only uh, only protects a person going uh, a change of sex, sex being defined as a man or a woman, and it disregards those being non-binary. And it's saying uh, that it should protect, it, it, another clause aiming to protect individuals of all genders and be legally recognised in the Gender Recognition Act. Uh, and talking about um, that non-binary is in the Equalities Act, which I think I disagree with uh, in the fact okay. of my, my own philosophical beliefs on life and on gender, for example. And if you look at the recent Supreme Court ruling, uh, which was done by my, my, my Forrester, um, it is protected under the Equalities Act that one can believe that sex equals gender. And if one believes sex equals gender, then one does not believe in there being non-binary. And if one believes there is non-binary, then that person, if they say, but there's only two genders, that person would then be at risk of contravening the Equalities Act and be at risk of prosecution themselves, from what I understand. So it's very hard to integrate that into law without then prosecuting those who do not have that belief. And it should be someone's belief to believe that that doesn't exist because it isn't biologically in there. Yes. Um, it's I'm a derogation on biology to do that. I, I agree with you on, on some of the points raised there, but I feel as though, you know, if someone is wanting to be non-binary, then I think that, that they are more than entitled to do that. Um, but it's merely there to stop discrimination. So that person's already stopped from discrimination because legally they are female or male yeah. so legally female or male if you're discriminating because they're non-binary you're still discriminating them because of their sex or their gender because they will fall into one of those categories so however you end up discriminating against them and whatever means you do it maybe you say oh they have long hair and discriminate against them that's still discriminatory so it doesn't have a need to be included and if it is included it, it, then again it, it stops those having beliefs that there are only two genders and that that's again is truly harmful because the majority of the population is quite happy in believing the fact that gender, there are two. That is binary. They're perfectly happy to believe that you someone could be transgender, but they don't want to accept a third gender because it's alien to our nation. It's alien to our culture. So should we then in- enforce that and impress that on people who don't accept that? It's mm. saying you cannot believe that. It's saying you're no longer able to believe that. It's illegal to believe that. So, so you... Ha- right, so making it... Um... 
I just don't, I don't see the point in doing it apart from you do it and then you, it's because you want to hit back at those who don't believe it. Yes. Well, um, you've, it's you've raised, issue, yes. You, you've, yes, definitely. And I think uh, Archie could go on for a long period of time about this. So um, we'll, we'll move on. Um, Komen opting for a view in, instead of an inquiry. Um, Cannons said it would cost millions, so he doesn't want to do it. Which if is it fair costs, enough. If it costs but, too much, don't do it, I say. But, well, if it's, you know, he, he makes a fair point there. It, it, most of these reviews that government do quite a lot, all these consultations on things, you know, um, clearly sometimes we can self-assess and go, you know, this is where we went wrong, or this is, you know, public opinion. Um, for example, with, like, the likes of consultations. Um, th- they can be raised as, as a, a waste of money, but many people have said, well... Why is he doing this? Because this could be causing. He, he they, they, are, they, are they trying they to love, hide? They love hide to anything. they love to suspect corruption. Mm. Uh, people love to suspect. But the, the irony is, as Sam Rappleby says, don't conduct an inquiry unless you know. Uh, you, if you conduct an inquiry, you know the answer. And if you don't conduct an inquiry, they basically govern inquiries. Tell the government what they want to hear. The, the inquiry won't come out with anything particularly interesting. Uh, we already know, well, failings are here, here, here. A review will do much more. A review it does the same thing with less money, takes less time. So it's beneficial, but it comes out with the same outcome. So I can't see the argument for spending millions of pounds on something when we're still in deficit. And that millions of pounds, for the same people arguing for the inquiry, they say there should be more spending on, for example, affordable housing, on social care, etc. That millions of those millions of pounds would be better spent there, surely. That's what I'd say. However, it's not like they've tried to um, avoid over any time period. They've said it'll be from whenever the first... Well, the, the funniest thing is it's from when the first case has been identified that they'll conduct the review from till September 2021. So they're not going to do it any time before, which is quite funny because it, that hmm. will not show any planning or preparation in leading up to... So it's to, just a bit useless. It'd so be better to review... From why, December 2019. Why did we get a case? Why did we get a case? And what can we do to stop that in the future? And or from December 2019, when the first, well, from when the uh, from when COVID was identified, what or maybe may oh, I'm, uh, maybe I'm taking it in the wrong way that it is from December. It's not 2019. well explained as most Max government things uh, anyway. Well, well, it's uh, yeah. Anywho, that's just a statement made by himself. Um, there was a question raised this week on um, where the plans were with Castle Russian High School. It was asked by Jason in Morehouse the ether, in. I think. In in uh, question time <laughs> mm. in the House of Keys, um, and I'm, um, I think she took a uh, she's now taken a, a look into the school, and has said that the 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 plans will be progressed. I think we've pretty much seen the sporting fields, uh, pretty much nearly completed. Um, so now it's just a time for the plans to get on, and then they can start. Start on that. It's definitely been overdue. Um, yeah, I'm not sure there was any other articles. Oh, there, there, there was that. There was that one about. Oh, what was it? Fireworks. The low noise ah, yes. fireworks display. I say. Low noise fireworks display. The disappointing. First, yeah, disappointing. You yes. say. Fireworks are all about the bang bang pop, really. And as as Jacob Rees-Mogg was saying in the Commons earlier, uh, well. Uh, we should have every b- possible bit of fun, really, on fireworks night because we've we've had such a kind of terrible year, year once again, uh, and it's kind of the fun that P- Oliver Cromwell would be cracking down on. Yes, I studied Oliver Cromwell in history. He cracked down on all that fun, all that noise because it was deemed as a sin, and we really should 
really have a bit of fun. It's one night a year. What's the harm? We lock our pets indoors. We've been doing it for ages and ages and ages. And now we've even more better soundproofing, for example. And of course, you may ask, well, why are they talking about fireworks? Well, it is from the heart, politically related. November the 5th, a Uh, gunpowder plot. Remember, remember, the 5th of November, gunpowder and treason and plot. Exactly. So it it should never be forgotten. But the reason why they have been... um, this is a statement from the chair of Port Aaron Commissioners, uh, Godfrey. Who we disagree on Godfrey other things, e, obviously. As well. um, who said mm. it, he hopes to uh, alleviate concerns around anxiety in pets and some people. That's the reason why they've opted for low noise. I mean, stick on a pair of headphones. Um, stick in some earplugs or, and close the doors. It's been happening. And put on for, some TV. It's been happening for since God. It's been happening for absolutely years and years, decades yeah and so there is now an actual uh, legal requirement well it, it it will be illegal if you set them off i think between october the 25th uh before october the 25th and november well, that, 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 that's been the case for a while uh, but if, yeah. you have, if you've gone if you have fireworks they should go bang and they should go pop they should make lots of noise and lots of light well it'll that's be interesting it'll be interesting to see how low noise they actually are <laughs> <laughs> um, indeed yes um Probably not very... I don't see how low noise you can make them. So, yes, but I think it does spoil part of the fun. But, yes, this week in international news, well, we obviously saw uh, the Royal Royal Marines uh, beat uh, the US Marines in their training exercise. Uh, They they started off with 20% of the land and they took 62 at the end. I I don't think I saw that. uh, It was on the Telegraph World News, which is probably why I paid attention. Uh. But uh, the, the US Marines... Uh, had to ask for a, or the US forces had to ask for a reset uh, two two days into the five days because they'd lost a loss, like they'd lost 40% of the territory they held in the training ground, which is Crikey. quite impressive. So it does show Britain still is at the forefront of the world, I'd say, in global affairs, which is excellent to see because as we know, Britain is best. Uh, and I won't be ashamed to say that. Oliver's putting a face at me now. I, I was. I was. <laughs> Yes, but yeah, it, it is proving quite quite interesting. Uh, so I don't think there's been uh, obviously the uh, I think it's Owen Paterson now quits as an MP over the lobbying. Mm, well, I'm, yes, sure, I'm sure you saw that. I did see that indeed, and he he said he scuppered to. Um, I can't remember what the phrase was. Indeed, I don't have my mobile device on me, but um, it was he it, it crumbled basically for the amount of outrage there was against him or or something. Um, after his his suspension, uh, mm. very interesting. But I think that there's, there's definitely been a spit on whether he did actually commit much wrongdoing or not. Uh, so this is quite a controversial issue, I think. Uh, so it was it was quite split down, but he's now resigned, so he's gone. So I suppose that's the end of him. Unfortunately, he did seem quite a good MP otherwise. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a interesting week. We obviously saw the start of. COP26. Indeed. Do you um, make anything particular of that? Or well, I mean, it's been very interesting. Over the past number of years, we've seen Boris Johnson sort of been quite... Um, how could I? How could I put it about climate change? He's not been at the... Um, he's not been very uh, forward with it, and some of the views he's expressed has sort of been quite denial of it. Anywho, um, at the start of this week, it was, you know, we need to go, and we need everyone to chip in with this and get... But and, they didn't, and, did they? Well, they, I haven't seen the news today, but uh, they, they've been doing okay so far with some agreements, but I've, have we not... What? Have, have, what's come out of today? Have, 
well, anything no, in particular. No, nothing really has actually come out. We see, obviously, India's now agreed, well, it will reduce to net zero by 2070, which is 20 years over oh, the proposed target. We see China agreeing to 2060, which is 10 oh. years above the... Uh, that was a while ago. Agreed target. Russia yeah. really hasn't made any pledges. Indonesia, one of the world's most populated nations by density, still hasn't made any pledges. We see, obviously, it's all words. It's all words again. Yeah. All words and no action. Yeah. And as, as the news says... Uh, COP26 promises could only limit global warming to 1.8 degrees, which is rather worrying. And it needs to be 1.5 within the next uh, 11, is it less than 11 years? I can't remember. But again, people are saying just treat this with experts, two leading uh, experts, I'll say uh, kind of Dr. Carl, uh, I can't pronounce the last name, it's German, of climate analytics and uh, Dr. Professor Simon Lewis of the University College London have said that we should take both of these climate pledges with a pinch of salt, really, because it's unlikely that we'll reach... It's unlikely we'll reach and we'll most likely go over. I feel as though Boris has sort of said at the start of the week, you know, we need to really nail this because he knew the other countries weren't going to really do much so it makes him look good by saying look guys we need to pull together and and actually do something it's a win-win situation this. because if he performs well he wins and if not he says well i was on the right side of history mm. it's really he can't lose yeah with it. he can't lose with it anyway he did quote a bit of greta didn't he he quoted a bit of blah uh, blah blah, blah. Uh, we, but, we but, love blah 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 here at the podcast but, 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 but <laughs> greta i say i now declare her she's going downhill she's she's lost her edge i'd say oh really well no it's just hearing her and she said uh and the leadership's not in there the leadership is here i was protesting i said she doesn't understand what leadership is you can call them not being leadership but you can't talk standing out Outside leadership. Standing outside as a group. A group is not leadership. A group is by definition not leadership. It's a group. It's a decision. And they're not there actually leading anything. They're there just protesting. Mm. Uh, and whilst protesting does achieve things. And leadership's it, it, not getting anything. I think she is going downhill. And she's not getting, you know, yeah. She started to become a bit more aggressive towards government. And I, I think she's lost her, her edge where she had a very clear statement saying we just need help. We need a plea for help. And she's moved away from that message, which I think is a shame. Uh, so yeah, I think she has lost her edge. That's a shame if you if you believe that. Oh, um, uh, more news, which which came oh, in not that long ago, news. which is Indonesia signals a walk away from the deforestation pledge, saying Indonesia can't promise what it can't do. It can't so commit they... to zero deforestation in 2030. And 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 hadn't they just agreed all on that the other day? They so hadn't. now they're they pulling out of it. Away. That's yes. disgusting. It's absolutely vile behaviour. Oliver calling Indonesia vile. Are we getting cancelled? No, Oliver? I called. I called their. I called their pullout of the COP26 conference um, but it, pledge yes. against deforestation is vile and disgusting. But, but, Not but, the but, country, but, but, Archie. Oliver, Oliver, it is a developing nation. It ha- It has arguably not had much influence on global emissions throughout much of recorded history. I know, but you can, you know, uh, you're uh, saying uh, they're uh, a default... Uh, yeah, yeah. If we're playing devil advocate here, we've got Britain has contributed massively through the Industrial Revolution. The United States has contributed massively through the Industrial Revolution. And they've done that historically for much longer than China and India. They've caused historically a lot more of emissions. Who are we to now say to the developing nations, yes, we jump-started our economy and everything... But you want to do the same, but we can't allow you because it's it, because because it needs to be climate friendly. We can't allow you to do that. Who are we to say that to them? 
We're putting Western views in Eastern in the Eastern sphere. Well, the Western's the best, and there's <laughs> Oliver again uh, says he doesn't have controversial views earlier in the program, but we see them spitting out at the end. Maybe he has drunk too much of the hand sanitizer sitting on the desk. Well, He's become loose in the lip, loose in the mind. Well, uh, yes, it's all it, coming out now. As it being our area of the land, I'm pretty sure you, you know, as a truly believe, um, you know, what would you say? I couldn't possibly <laughs> comment, Oliver. I couldn't be possibly comments. No, no, no. But yes, it has been a rather interesting episode. I'm not sure exactly what we'll be discussing next week, but we'll, I think, be recording on Friday because I have hopefully an exam on Friday morning. So Yes, he's been working hard recently. Good Indeed, on him. Indeed, yes. And working hard, cancelling the cancel culture, as I think is the main theme from today. So, yes, I hope you have enjoyed this episode of Babble, and we'll be back next week with more. So, yes, you can check out all our previous podcasts on manxradio.com forward slash podcast forward slash Babble, and this week is live streamed on Instagram, so I'm sure we'll try and get the video saved off there later. But, yes, that's all from us this week at Babble, your favourite politics podcast. And hopefully the studio won't cancel us next week, and we'll be back on Manx Radio's news platforms so again here it is don't cancel question and also have your freedom to say what you want to say and not fear that you will be cancelled because you hold views different to others so as usual you've been politibabbled from the youth for the youth sounded like a communist slogan there we do apologize <laughs> we do apologize but yes cheerio cheerio